those Oscars were kind of boring, <laughs> duh, but there were some great moments. You're really proud of that, aren't you? Totally. <laughs> um, I was watching the Oscars, mostly all of it last night, and uh, I was like, and then the DMV got a shout out. And I was like, the what? What's going on with Glenn Close? Uh, we got to get to that. Plus some winners, some losers. Kelly, did you watch? I know you're a little bit skeptical of award shows. Uh, no, I watched about seven minutes of it. And I was like, bore fest. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I, first off, I hadn't seen half the movies. So that was part of the issue. But also, I just, it's really hard to get involved with celebrities telling celebrities that they're pretty. It really, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Some ups, some downs, some wins, some losses. Let's get to it. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. I almost forgot to tell you, too. My husband, Chris, basically won an Oscar last night. (laughs) Oh, really? All right. uh, The floor is yours, Tommy. I'll get to that in just a minute. We cannot not start with not talking about Glenn Close. (laughs) I love that we're talking about the moment that, great, this went viral, and I think it's hilarious, but it is actually a moment that has nothing to do with the awards. (laughs) Nothing at all. No, nothing at all. They were, Questlove was trying to test people's musical skills, and Laurel was like going around to different artists or um, actors, Mm -hmm. and I don't care if this was a setup. I want to believe that it wasn't a setup. I don't even care if it was because it was so fantastic. Of course, Glenn Close is like Corella DeVille, among other things. And uh, she was quizzed about her knowledge of the butt from the Spike Lee film School Days. And everyone was kind of like, what's going to what's going on here? What's going to happen? And we didn't really know. But then Glenn Close made it all happen. Let me see you do the butt. Wait, she, um, let me go to this first clip first. Sorry, I have my clips backwards. The butt was, wait a second, it, it was a classic song by the great Washington, D.C. go-go band EU. Oh. So, yeah, a shout-out to Sugar Bear and the whole, the backyard band and the whole DMV. So anyway. I was like, what? Um, so, wait, <laughs> I, no, I, I remember this. So Spike Lee, um, you know, had it written for his brilliant movie, School Days. And um, my friends at the Oscars um, missed it, and it wasn't nominated, so it couldn't have won, which I think is. I think she said that was a gosh darn problem, is what she said. Oh, she got bleeped, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So everyone was like, wow, Glenn Close knows the butt. Look at that. That's the thing. And then it went even further, and I just. This I, I'm going to use this meme. I don't even know how, but constantly, constantly. And I've also put together. Maybe you haven't seen the comparison. Glenn Close with the actual EU video from 1989. She's got some moves. Let's see. It. Let me see you do the butt. Let's see it. I was like ready for bed when that happened. And I was like, gotta get my phone. Where's that guy? What's what's happening? (laughs) That's good stuff. But yeah, I I, I do think it it is a little staged, but great to see. Good shout out to go, go music. I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. I like, I don't even care if it was staged. I really hope it wasn't, but I don't even care. 
because you mean, gotta remember close... it's a room full of actors so this is what they do totally totally <laughs> they do not read teleprompters though i'm just saying don't send an actor to do an mc's job that's all <laughs> and vice versa <laughs> totally some of them were a little rough on the whole reading the teleprompter thing you could see them like sounding it out with their eyes they're reading it <laughs> But then um, there were I I loved I I loved um, seeing um, Yoon Jung Yoon uh, get up there and talk about Brad Pitt and just her whole like moment. I saw her her like pre-show interviews. Um, it was just she was great. She was great. I don't understand why. So they did things very differently, obviously for all the reasons. But some didn't really make sense. Like they gave out the Oscars for best song before the Oscars started like in the pre-show mm -hmm. and usually that, that's like when like Celine Dion or like Whitney Houston or Adele comes in and does like you know a montage of all the songs that have been nominated and like sort of it like breaks up the entire evening to have like a musical artist be part of it and it's like that show-stopping moment yeah and I really miss that I shouldn't yeah. say I missed it because I probably turned it off before that but <laughs> I read it happened Kelly as a matter of fact a hologram of Prince and a hologram of Whitney and Adele all did a, did a thing it was great <laughs> That would have been amazing. Um, but this morning when I woke up, I was just trying to get like the headlines of what happened because I didn't watch a lot of it. And the New York Post headline was served up to me, which said Oscars 2021 tortured viewers for more than three unbearable hours. <laughs> I was like, OK, <laughs> well, that yes, that is. A I, I think it sucks, though, because it it's usually something that like, it was so exciting because there was a red carpet and mm -hmm. kind of like this return to normal where the celebrities are getting together. But I think that the luster of award shows just with everything that we've all been through has just kind of dulled a little bit. Yeah. And. I was kind of hoping for a better show from the people who make movies. <laughs> well, maybe they should stick to movies yeah, versus I mean, live <laughs> award ceremonies. Maybe shame on me for that. But like, like Nomadland, the big winner last night. Um, but it was, I thought like the Grammys were a better show, like a better produced show. And maybe it's because right. there was music, like, like there was performances and stuff. Yeah. But they didn't even really play clips of the movies that were uh, nominated. And most of us didn't do a lot of movie watching this year. We were sort of like, you know, dealing with the uh, spiraling downward like hellscape that the year was. So I didn't get a chance to uh, catch up on Anthony Hopkins latest production. So <laughs> I feel like they should have given us some clips for context clues. Yes, that, that is for sure. So that was a little bit of it. And it was it was just weird that they had them all like in that stage space i guess yeah. like the, the 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 showcase tables and they were trying to like i would have thought the Oscars would have had more cameras that they weren't like hey halle berry read this teleprompter and then let me go find people one at a time it kind of had that like 90s wedding reception video vibe like who who's got some words for the bride and groom <laughs> <laughs> it kind of felt like that or like every bar mitzvah video i've ever seen like that they would like go around and like get like commentary from all the guests yeah and it, and also the fashion just seemed kind of like and I think when you go do the Grammys, right, you have all these different genres of, and not to say that it was the most diverse year ever, but still like the Grammys, the artists get really, really jazzed up and they yeah. get creative with their, with their red ca carpet wares. Yeah, but totally. Yeah. Um, speaking of Anthony Hopkins, which I still haven't seen the father, uh, that was the big upset of the night. That everyone's talking about too, that Chadwick Boseman didn't win for uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom um for the best actor category posthumously everyone was basically like i think even um 
because I think Anthony Hopkins like posted a acceptance speech like later on social media. Like I don't think he even thought he was gonna win. So no. he wasn't even there. He was in Wales. <laughs> okay. Well hey, that's where he lives. Everyone's zooming these days. But he Ever was also the oldest, the oldest uh ever to win an Oscar. So while it's an upset, there's always an upset at the Oscars though. There's always some um, controversy. I mean, it wouldn't be the Oscars w- without that. That's absolutely true. Um, I want to talk about how my husband won an Oscar last night as well. Pretty much, that, that sounds very controversial as well. Yeah. So I um, was pretty proud of that. I mean, he doesn't get a statue or anything. He wasn't. <laughs> Like mentioned on stage, but this is really actually pretty awesome. So, uh, my husband is, and also this Oscar win happened basically from our kitchen table this year. So, uh, he works with the National Association of Manufacturers, he's their vice president of brand strategy. I often say he's a VP of BS, but um, <laughs> he's been working from home and working from our kitchen table, um, this whole time. And they've been working a lot with like the manufacturers of America, like working on like vaccine hesitancy and supplies and the gall, but like I'm in here doing like the hee-haw about the butt <laughs> and he's in there, <laughs> um, you know, solving problems of getting people vaccinated and like finding PPE. So it's a very different situation if you go into the kitchen versus the spare bedroom in our place. But one of his ideas um, that they put together and they made happen were these safety pins, these red and yellow ribbon pins that um, they're distributing throughout manufacturing facilities throughout the country. And it's kind of a way to like show your coworkers that you are vaccinated, that people can like feel good about it as like trying to make everyone sort of have a little bit more like comfort. And what was super cool, which I, like had to be kept under wraps, the production crew who put the Oscars together, the producers asked them for a bunch of the pins. And oh, so cool. everyone who was on like the production of the show by the way, I do regret now saying it looks like a 90s wedding reception video. Sorry, everyone. Um, they all had the pins on. So they they were like showing that they were vaccinated and they were like trying to have a safe set. But what's cool is the actual producer of the Oscars, he was wearing one and he wore it on the red carpet. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. And then um, from Nomadland, Swanky wore one too. Very so, cool. Yeah, so she was um she had it up on stage and it was like as they did like the shots with like Brian Cranston and all the uh different like folks who were involved, they saw the pins on because a lot of people who were like on the back end of the production had them on and there they were. That's very cool. Which is also why we watched it for three hours last night because it was kind of like playing duck hunt. We kept <laughs> pins on the screen all night long. <laughs> That's good. Well, he got involved in some of your hee-haw. That's, that's, yeah, that's totally. helpful. <laughs> it was actually the perfect like melding of our two worlds together. Because <laughs> he's like, I see a pin. And I was like, no, no, we're talking about EU right now. And he was like, no, no, there's a pin. And I was like, but to butt. <laughs> so it all came full circle. And the Oscars were a big family endeavor last night at our house. Um, so can we assume that everyone was vaccinated at the Oscars last night? Is that like what happened? Well, everyone who had a pin on, hopefully. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I didn't see a pin on everybody. Francis McDermott did not have a pin on, but also I feel like maybe they did have some pins and people and publicists were like, give me that. What does that take that off? <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, <laughs> we know how that works. Yeah, totally. Um, so that was, that was a pretty cool thing. And I will, um, I'm getting my second shot tomorrow. So I'll, I, maybe I'll get a pin. I don't know. I have to ask if there's extras. <laughs> I think he sent them all to Hollywood. And now that now that Swanky wore it, it's like, a, I don't know, I'm sure I can get my hands on them anymore. 
<laughs> That's very cool. Yeah. So like, way to go. Way to go, hubs. I'm going to brag on my, brag on my hubs a little bit because it was literally something that I remember it was in the evening one night. He's still working at the kitchen table and he was like, I got it. Pins. And I was like, what is happening? And then throughout the, I've seen the process. It's been like months putting this whole thing together and they had to decide on the color because different color ribbons mean different color things and different yeah. things mean different things. And they had to find like a color scheme that didn't mean anything or meant something that was non-controversial. This is all, all the whole thing's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. Um, if you want to learn more, you can go to nam.org, um, which is a website that I frequent often. So if you want to check out uh, information <laughs> about the red and yellow ribbon campaign. No one believes you on that one, but yes, no. that's what, that's where you can get the, the buttons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go to nam.org as much as my husband goes to realfundc.com. <laughs> exactly. So that's why we have things to talk about at dinner. Cause we don't really have very much in common professionally. So that's great. <laughs> it is amazing though. Like you think about, and I, we've talked about this before, like in a year's time, we've survived a pandemic. We've come up with a vaccination which is in itself just like coming the scientists that figure it out. But mm -hmm. then the manufacturers that have done hundreds of millions of not just the vaccination of the needles of the plastic top that goes on the needle and then the distributed it. It's, it's kind of like yeah. insane when you think about it. Absolutely. And before that, it was like making the PPP and like there sure. were some, some conversations that happened at my kitchen table. Let's call it like April around ventilators. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> just whoa. Um, and right. like how they're actually putting out um, an, a piece soon about how like the manufacturers like solved the toilet paper crisis, which we had, which like <laughs> these are all things you don't think about, but all things that I heard through the wall, <laughs> um, which were actual like important problems while we're over here being like, do you think Adele's album's going to come out this year or next year? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. We appreciate it. Well, also, when you, will you also ask them what's happening with the ketchup packets? Because I'm very concerned about that too. <laughs> oh yeah. The shortage ketchup packets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, don't even get me started on ketchup packets because I'm like now on the not sugary ketchup train. Life changing. Mm. Is life it? Life changing. Yes. There I was a Heinz person my entire life. I would, I would have fought you if you were like, would you rather hunts? But I don't even want either anymore. There's like real tomatoes in the ketchups that, uh, that I've gotten my hands on. <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, I still like my ketchup with a little bit of sugar in it. It sounds like another topic for another time, though. We could have a whole debate on ketchups and as to how they, how they are or not um, what they said they used to be. And then remember there's that company, that DC company called Chups Ketchups. And they apparently ketchup has like an ancient style and it's not specifically it's tomato based and they make like apricot ketchups and they make plum ketchups and they make all kinds of ketchups not something i was prepared to learn <laughs> or talk about today i know this is not even we, we thought we were gonna like like stop it after the uh the ribbon talk but no now we're on to ketchups <laughs> speaking of, but i will ask him about that because you know heinz is an american company i feel like they've got to have some kind of an in there if yep. not i'll at least just get you some and also kelly if you're nice i'll get you a little pin because you're vaccinated so Yes, I am. You need five for the family, right? Uh, well, my daughter's too young to get the vaccination, but yes. Well, okay, I'll give you four. <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm writing checks I can't cash though. <laughs> yes, again, after Swanky wore one, I'm not sure we can get our hands on them today. 
Speaking of fancy foods and fancy ketchups, Nikki Nellis from Industry Night joins us in a few minutes to talk about the Michelin Guide. They're coming back. They've given out stars. There's Bib Gourmands, which I'm not sure what that means. I think it means like cheap fancy. We'll talk about all of that <laughs> coming up with her in just a few minutes. Willie Water from WSSC Water. Are you excited about drinking water week? Willie doesn't talk. All right, May 2nd through the 8th, we've got Drinking Water Week happening. And when you go to realfundc.com slash waterfund, you're going to learn all about the work WSSC Water does to help support our neighbors who can't afford their water and sewer bills. And get $100 restaurant gift cards from local awesome eateries. So we're helping out neighbors, we're helping out restaurants, and you're having a great meal. How awesome for Drinking Water Week. Go to realfundc.com slash waterfund. 